0: hey it's the boys from Saw spoken and we are so glad that you are listening to our new friend marv and his podcast pods like us yeah we were recently on the show for a couple of episodes and we really enjoyed it and if you'd like to catch a little bit more of us with all the raunchiness and sauce based humor that you're used to feel free to check us out on our show but in the meantime keep enjoying pods like us with marv we enjoyed talking with marv as much as we hope you enjoy listening to him now back to the show
1: Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us I'm Martin Quibell known to my friends as Marv and this time I'll get the proper pause in here this time I'm speaking with Geraldine and Chris not Christoph or any of those other names <laughs> that Geraldine calls him to get him going No 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 it's just Chris <laughs> <laughs> Just Chris hello happy
2: hello? happy to jump on the call with you Marv I know we've been going back and forth for a really long time to get this going and considering you and Chris both work night shifts and the time difference, it's been quite difficult for sure. But I'm <sighs>
1: glad we're here. We are happy are to be, be here for sure. And I'm happy to speak with you as well. We've, like, like you said, we've been trying to sort this out for a long time. So how were you both introduced to podcasting in the first place?
2: Oh that's a very interesting question. I think that during the pandemic Chris and I both got really into listening just podcasts, things that were out there and ha- being at home so much and feeling like we were literally the only people on the universe going through we were, what we were going through at the time. We were like this would be a really great way to to share our story and talk about Struggles that you normally don't hear or see Uh other people talking about. And it's also really easy. It's not very time consuming, (laughs) to be quite frank, (laughs) than other things that we could have done. And it was just, I don't know, it, it, it seemed like a really good hobby to start.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So 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 you, you were listening to podcasts yourself for a long time before then, or or was it something recent that you've got into listening to them?
0: I think it was more yeah. of like a recently thing. Um I and mean, there was a couple of things that we both were like interested in and then I think I think it was on a Sunday, uh she just said, We're gonna we're going to start this podcast. And then I, I think I bought us some mics from uh, like Amazon Prime, and we did some research, and then we just kind of did it. So yeah, we just kind of jumped into it.
2: Yeah, and he says it so nonchalantly. Like, it was a Sunday. Like, to be quite frank, the podcast started out of, like, an, a major blowout argument that happened. <laughs> and in the middle of the argument, I told Chris, we should just start a podcast because, you know, we should just do it, and it we kind did. of calmed the <laughs> calmed the situation down as well as you know, it, it was something that we could do together. I don't ever think I don't think we ever got back to whatever we were arguing about.
0: No, no,
1: <laughs> we never did. It's it's interesting in a way because it's it's almost like um, you know, going all psychology here with this, but it's almost a bit like uh, a form of. Uh, therapy in a sense along the ways of uh, i mean you know a lot of um, psychology i mean you know the the lennons they they used primal scream therapy back in the 70s and that sort of thing where you you talk out or you <laughs> scream out your frustrations <laughs> and things but it's almost like it is that where and it you know listening to the show you can see how your relationship has grown over that time because you've been able to use this to talk these things out.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I I think, and I truly believe this, you know, from the bottom of my heart, that it had Chris and I not started the podcast and put that time aside to actually have these important conversations on air, live, to put out for everyone to listen to, (laughs) our relationship would definitely not be where it is right now in this moment like we would have we would have been separated a long time ago had we not started the show
0: yeah we we didn't know how to like properly like communicate and like doing the podcast kind of like helped us learn how to like speak about feelings and have some kind of positive effect on each other rather than just you know like being immature I guess you could say.
2: Absolutely. And it was also conversations with a purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. because we were in a way, and I like to feel like we made some sort of change, but in a way, and especially culturally, you know, we're raised with so many traumas that people don't talk about. And then we carry through relationships that we have, you know, whether that be friends or marriage and putting that out there was so relieving. (laughs) It was, um, and i don't know it just made you feel good to know that you weren't the only one because the feedback that we got after we put these the show out there was actually really great
1: yeah but then you've had, you've had these times where you've had guests on the show as well the the one-offs and you've done you've changed the format which which proves that, that you're not the only ones and there are other people that are going through things as well
2: absolutely and i think that in relationships, I think, and even now with social media, and, you know, people like to make things out to be so perfect. Now is probably one of the most important times to show people that people are still struggling, whether that be within themselves or in their their, in their relationships, people are still struggling. And there are still things that you're working through And there are still things that you will continue to work through. And I don't think that there is enough of that right now. Everyone is so fixated on the perfect family, perfect (laughs) relationship, perfect this, perfect that. And we forget that, you know, there are struggles and there are things that we have issues with within our homes that we don't talk about, which makes us, in a sense, feel more alone. Um,
0: Very well said.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who said it but and I can't remember exactly what they said, but I remember part of it being that uh somebody once said that uh- re- real relationships and families are more like the Simpsons than they are the standard uh sitcom families so there's more infighting and a bit of you know n- irritation in families simpson wise yeah. than there is with this you know uh the normal stereotypical way that sitcoms and television sees families.
2: Absolutely. I think I can definitely agree with that. You think of sitcoms and things, issues don't feel or seem as big as they really are. And then you look at the Simpsons and you have the dad that is constantly strangling the child, which, (laughs) which, you know, we're not for that, but like sometimes you feel like you want to grab your partner and just, you know, shake them out a little bit and tell them like, Hey, work with me or, Hey, yeah. you're doing this wrong or, Hey, I'm feeling this way. You know,
0: I think that's why the Simpson, the Simpsons, sorry, have been so uh, successful and they've been on the air for so like long is, is I think everybody can kind of relate to it. Uh, like sort of the madness that's involved in like uh, like marriage and then like the parenting aspect of it as well. So I think that's why, that's been on the air for like 30 years. It seems like
2: for sure. A really it long has time.
1: been on for over 30 years. It has <laughs> it's yeah. a long time. Yeah, It had its 30th anniversary in the late, uh, in the late notice. So yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: It's a long time.
0: That's wild.
1: So listening to the show, I always thought that it was an idea of Geraldine's, the show itself.
0: Yes. Everything was her idea. And, uh, I think I've said it a few times in uh, some of the shows where she has this like vision and I love her vision. I love her thoughts. She just doesn't always share those with me (laughs) and then she'll get uh, frustrated because I don't see her vision. (laughs) So, I mean, it was definitely her idea. And I think it was one of the best ideas she's ever had because like we said earlier, this is, This has helped us tremendously. So, But it was definitely all her though.
2: Yeah, Yeah, which is funny because I still, even to this day, struggle with communicating these ideas or communicating my feelings or or just communicating in general, which I think it's hilarious that Chris wants to sit here and point that out for the millionth time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. So, how, how do you actually choose the topics that you that you um, that you have each week? Because um, you take it in turns. Does one do one week, and then the other person pick the topic for the following week? I mean, how how is that decided? Uh, well, oh my
2: gosh, I wish we were that organized. To be quite honest uh, with you, I wish sometimes we are literally deciding on a topic right before we're about to hit yes. record. And a lot of the information or the topics that we do gather are things that happen throughout the week, frustrations that occurred, communications that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where we take the content and we just kind of sit there and talk, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think it's like it, I think it seems like we're like writing our own uh, sitcom like weekly because. We have, like, notebooks, and we have all sorts of ideas for shows and uh, segments and everything else, but it seems like what happens, like, during the week is just, like, the perfect, like, content, and we sit down on Saturdays primarily, and we, and, like, we try to finish an episode, so there isn't as much, uh, like, organization there at all. Oh, no,
2: and I wish we were a little more organized, but I think that just the dynamic of, who Chris and I are as people. (laughs) It it wouldn't make sense to to be that organized.
1: I I think the times when you do, when you uh, are doing that though, I think it probably gives the shows more of a natural conversational flow though, if you're just basically coming up with it at the last minute anyway, because then there's no uh, preset. Oh, I'll, I'll mention this during that or, You've not got anything already there to talk about and if so the late the closer to the the actual show that you you come up with the idea the more natural it's going to be perhaps
2: oh absolutely yes. and I think that that's what has or that's why we've been able to grow the audience in the way that we have is that it is more natural and there is so little planning and I think people realize that it is a very open and honest conversation that is happening before your eyes. You know, it's not something that it's scripted. It's feelings and thoughts that are happening in the moment. Um, And honestly, I have always felt that Chris and I are really good at bouncing ideas back and forth. And we've always really been good partners Mm -hmm. in the sense that we kind of in a really cheesy way, complete each other's sentences. Like, you know, So, um, and I think you can feel that and that's, 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 that's why the flow of the show is kind of the way that it is. Mm
0: -hmm. It's perfect, I think, but, you
2: know. Perfect. Everything to (laughs) you is perfect.
1: It's easy to please. Yes.
2: (laughs) I like that. It makes my job a lot easier. (laughs)
1: But then occasionally you must, sometime during the week, suddenly you'll be discussing something or something will come up and you'll say, one of you will say, oh, we really should talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, we'll do that.
1: Every
0: Every single week, yeah, we can talk about something and we're both like laughing in tears and... We're like this has to go in the next uh, show, and then more times than not, we actually forget about it because we yeah. don't actually write it <laughs> write it down. <laughs> but um, we always seem to have really good like moments moments with each other, and and we just sit we sit down and uh, and we just hit the red uh, circle button and we just record it. So
2: yeah, and I think what also makes it easier is how Chris and I. J- view our lives in general. I think it's, it just us as people, we can find humor literally in any situation that comes a, comes across in our lives. So whether it be something as silly as trying to make dinner or something happening with the kids, there's always humor in it, which, um, and Chris is always able to kind of find the positive and the negative, which I'm really bad at. But um, so playing each other's I guess weaknesses and strong points has been like a lot of fun too.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I particularly uh, enjoyed one that I've heard recently where we're saying that t- two of your children, what uh, someone at school mentioned that, uh, that they were a bit, you know, very friend, they were like cuddling each other or, or something. And then you were like, <laughs> but they're never like that when, when they were at home. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was quite funny when, when you mentioned that. It's almost like, oh, we'll be like this in front of people, but we won't let mom and dad know that we're like this, really.
2: Exactly, which I think it really plays into the entire show, right? Because I think a lot of parents also experience that, where their children are just the absolute most well-behaved children, and they actually like each other when they're not around mom and dad. And as soon as they're home, it's these two
0: completely
2: different – kids and you're just like who who are these people so it's it's funny to hear that they're great when they're not around us
1: it was funny because you were both absolutely shocked when you heard about it as well
2: yeah we were i mean if i mean you can imagine siblings at home even right now yeah i I, we can hear them bickering in the background about something just dumb
0: <laughs> yeah they're out there fighting about some kind of like cartoon or something but it's it's just weird to see them get uh these uh certificates from school for uh
2: well behaved
0: yeah for like the behavior <laughs> and then like the attitude and you know and uh and then
2: hearing that they're hugging each other which yeah. is really strange they don't do that at home
0: we <laughs> I almost have to like spell check the name on it, like just to make sure that that's for our two kids. Kids and maybe the teacher like put them in the in uh, separate like backpacks or something because they are completely different
1: here. Well, an alternative is you could build an extension to the house and have the teacher live there.
2: <laughs> I, yes. would <laughs> I would love that. I would love that because we would have the most well-behaved children ever.
0: And I think the stucco would get uh, finished if we'd have to build build an extension so. that one <laughs> part
2: would true. be fixed stucco
0: in the house that never got done <laughs> oh man hey this is Greg at Bad Counsel. you want some good counsel? keep
1: listening to Pods Like Us with Marv and down with Monarchy <laughs> so how do you record the show and edit it then do you, do you do a lot of do you do any editing at all or do you just put it out as is
2: so um, we typically put, we pretty much put it out as is. We like to keep the episodes under 40 minutes. Um, we we tend to, anything beyond that, we feel that people might get bored or, you know, um, the attention span of people now is so short. So we like to keep the show under 40 minutes and um, pretty much what, what we put out is what, what you get. We do very little editing. If there's a lot of pauses, obviously you won't hear a lot of those or yeah. things like that, but pretty much the show is as is.
1: So is, it, is it you band. That do, oh, oh, in band. So who does yep. the editing garage then?
0: Band. Geraldine does everything pretty much. Um, right. She likes to take the charge of that. <laughs> so, cause like I had like mentioned her vision. I don't, I don't see it and she rarely like tells me what what that is so she does pretty much everything so
2: i have to <laughs> otherwise i will find ways to tell chris that he did it wrong he should have done this or he should have done that and you know in order to avoid those conversations uh, i'll just do it myself <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have to hear me nagging. I'm right. saving you. See? I'm saving you my nagging.
0: We figured that out. See? <laughs> like through this process of
1: podcasting, we figured that out. So. Has Chris actually listened to an episode finished? Oh, yeah.
2: He does. He, um, I send him the episode before we um, upload it into uh, our podcast uh, provider. And yep. he sends notes if he has any and um
0: notes and the titles. And
2: the titles. And um he will like if something sounds off, he'll let me know, so I'll go back and I'll look at it before it gets uploaded, things like that. So he's the final approval.
1: Yep. Is he's, he's also the king of segues lately as well.
2: Oh absolutely. He is so I, great <laughs> that he is so great at that.
0: I think I think I I think I am Pretty like good at that on the fly, so we could be talking about anything, or we can have a certain like topic, and I can just I can just kind of segue to it. So I will say that is that is like one of my few like gifts in life. I'll just <laughs> say that right there.
2: one of the few. It's
1: one of the few gifts. yeah. Because at the beginning, beginning of the episodes, you'll be generally chatting, and then suddenly, from out of nowhere. Chris will just, I don't know how he does it. I mean, sometimes I rewind the show to work it out and I think, (laughs) how did his brain go from there? And it just so flawlessly segue into the subject of the show. And you think, wow, that's something special (laughs) that is right. Oh
2: my God. He's amazing. He's so amazing. And like he said, he's really good on the fly. And I mean, he's, if I have to give him too much direction, I know something's not going to work out properly. If I give him no direction, I just trust the process. He's going to do great.
0: See, we're learning here I can say about each other. Nice, see, see? <laughs> Ow.
1: <laughs> Compliments. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, so the, 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 the intro music and outro music, that's so cool. And, and the logo is great. Uh, I'm sorry for how bad Chris looks on my variation of the photo. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I like it. It was so
2: good. It was so good. We loved it. Oh, my gosh. It was so good.
0: (laughs) I like it a lot. (laughs) I
2: was like, look at this. This is amazing.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely not an artist. (laughs) So where did you get the music from and who sorted out the logo?
2: So we actually we had we a friend it. of mine, um, oh, yeah. we sent him a couple of pictures and he does the marketing and he has his, he runs his own like business. Um, and I had him take a look because I, I let him know of the idea and he was very encouraging about it. So I sent him over a few pictures and he just kind of came up with it. Um, and as Soon as we saw it, Chris and I absolutely uh-huh. fell in love, and we were like, "This is exactly what we want." And um, as far as the music and stuff, we we did some searching. Chris and I really like jazzy feeling piano music, and we came across the little snippet that we have and fell in love, and we just used yeah. it, and and everything kind of came together within a week of that argument.
0: Yeah, <laughs> literally, we had like a logo, and like we had a song,
1: and. Yeah, it all just it
2: all just kind of came it all together. Just went, yeah, just kind of happened.
1: And the t- the title, uh, I was speaking with Louise, who's up- upstairs in in, in the bed, and uh, she she was saying now the title makes a think think about uh, friends, and I don't know whether that was something that was there in in your thoughts when <laughs> you came up with the title.
2: It was, and actually, the title came came about in a dream that I had because. Um, I woke up one day and I was like, well, this is, has to be the perfect title because although if you've listened to the show, you know what kind of happened between Chris and I and, you know, things that occurred. Chris would always tell me or I would always tell Chris that, you know, we were on a break. Like we were just taking some time off. We were on a break. And if you watch Friends, you know where that line comes from. When (laughs) Ross and Rachel um, have a situation and he's screaming at everybody that they were on a break. And he's saying we were on a break. And I don't know. I just thought it was very fitting because I would say that to Chris because I'm a huge Friends fan all the time. (laughs) And it just kind of worked out the way that it did. Obviously, if you listen to the show, you know that we were not really on a break, but um, it's just funny for humor, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, because then, then in the intro, Chris has got the perfect comeback, hasn't he? Where he says, no, you were on a break. Yeah,
2: yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Good old friends.
2: Yes. Which is funny because Chris hasn't even watched his yeah, show. Yeah,
0: I, I I don't know nothing about the show Friends, unfortunately. I might be one of Six people in the world who have never actually seen it, maybe. Probably, so, probably. Yeah, I have no idea.
1: I only watched one episode complete for the first time, I think, last year, whereas Louise has watched every episode from beginning to end. So, and she's uh, started to introduce me to The Sopranos last year as well, which I've not quite oh. finished yet either.
2: Oh, that's a good series. Well, both of them are a really good series. I kind of fell into Friends because I, as a kid, I didn't grow up with cable. (laughs) And on Friday nights, they would just show reruns of the show from like seven to nine. And, you know, it was literally the only thing on. And so you watched it. I just watched it and I got hooked on it and I watched every single episode and now as a grown up like I absolutely love that show. But going back to like me as a kid, I had no choice but to watch that show because <laughs> that was literally the only thing on.
1: <laughs> but I don't think that that is real life in New York.
2: Oh, absolutely no. not. Absolutely no.
0: not. <laughs> New York is beautiful. It's not like that. No.
2: They don't even, how can they even afford to pay for their apartments if half the year they don't even work? Like, that's crazy yeah, to me. <laughs> that's,
0: that's a false sense of reality there, that's for
1: sure.
2: Yeah.
1: How have they got that much room for them, that many dip, different clothes, for all that different clothing?
2: Exactly. You know,
1: if they're wearing <laughs> a different outfit every day and you see them and every episode they've got a different clothes on each episode, you think, well, there's so many hundred episodes. How can they have a wardrobe that's got like three or four hundred outfits in it?
2: (laughs) Exactly. And who can even afford that living in New York City? Like no one could afford that. (laughs) Very unrealistic if you ask us.
0: Yes. 100%.
2: (laughs) Which is everything we're fighting against.
1: Absolutely.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Chris from the podcast Real Film Reviewed, and you're listening to Marv on Pods Like
1: Us. So th- this point that I've got on here, life philosophy, what what am I thinking of with life philosophy? I, th- I think I'm probably thinking when I wrote that down, I-, I like the fact that you both just are so open and uh, you don't you sort of, you just tell it as it is and you have a certain uh belief that I think is 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 interesting because you know you cut the bullshit and you just go for it and you say this is how things are and it's just so interesting to listen to people not beaten around the bush so to speak
2: oh absolutely and i think that for me and this is something that really frustrates Chris when we're having conversation is is I'm so straight to the point I'm so, I'm so straight to the point I like to tell it how it is I'm all and sometimes it it can seem and feel a little off-putting but I hate all of the sugary stuff you know especially when you know exactly how you're feeling or exactly what you want to say I just want to get right to the point waste no time at all mm-hmm. and um, Chris has gotten used to it. For sure. Yes. But that was definitely one of when we first started creating the show, that was definitely one of the bigger things. Like we just have to go for it. Mm-hmm. Tell people how people are feeling or how we're feeling. And without all of the sugary, flowery stuff, like life is not frills and butterflies every single day. Life is hard. We go through things. Like this is just <sighs> let's talk about it
0: yeah life isn't a friend's episode. No, it's not You don't sit on no. a couch and have a bunch of cappuccinos and everything else. I mean, there are uh, some difficulties and they should definitely be like talked about and uh you know that's where i've that's where I've learned a lot about myself is actually like talking about things will help you make a lot of better choices in life. So, it's definitely it helped us out.
2: But I'm glad you see it, and I'm I'm glad that you've been able to oh, yeah. kind of feel that, which has really been one of Chris' and I's major things that we really want to put out there. I guess is that it. Let's get straight to the point and let's talk about these issues that no one else is talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's. It can be a scary prospect for people. Uh, I mean, like like we were saying, I think we said before we, we started recording, um, it takes a lot of work to try and keep these relationships going and you've got to really work at it because it is something that's worthwhile from what you get from it. Um, you know, I, I have we, we have difficulties, me and Louise, from time to time where we have differences in that but. You know, and I'm I'm a bit um, sort of keep myself to myself to some points and I have to really be forced to discuss things and I should really discuss things and, and sometimes I might try and steer away from it and, you know, it your show actually makes me think that it's made me think that I really only had to talk things through and sometimes I do talk things through a bit more now than I used to and I can see nice. the point behind it, so it's 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 a helpful show in that way as well.
2: Oh, I'm glad we've Thank helped you. you. Yeah. Thank I you. I didn't yeah. even
0: know that. I didn't know that we could reach, uh, reach, reach uh, somebody in that in that sense.
1: That's oh. awesome. I, I, I really. think that's why the show works is because you're actually bringing that. Two people, and people can see that in their own lives, to a degree. I mean, not to the same to degree, degree that you know your yeah. lives affected. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. yes,
2: Let's make that clear.
1: <laughs> to a certain degree, I was yes.
2: like, I need to make that distinction right now.
1: <laughs>
0: Disclaimer: just to a certain degree, yes. One hundred percent.
2: No, of course. And even, you know, when Chris and I are having those discussions, sometimes in the moment as we're recording something, we realize within ourselves that we're either recreating a pattern that was not so good or, hey, Chris and I really accomplished a goal and we finished a conversation and we saw it through and it's been working like, you know, so you're able to see how sometimes you're you're able to to move forward with something or sometimes even within yourself, you fall back to old patterns. It's just about trying every single day, you know, Mm -hmm. the effort, the effort effort has to be there.
1: So have you got any suggestions for things that couples or people in relationships could do to, to keep their relationships uh, together and to keep them in line? Uh,
0: Don't ever be afraid to, Speak what's on your mind i I think I think that's important, um, yeah. even though some things are like kind of hard to like talk about or like maybe discuss, but uh, like you just have to do it and make that effort, and then you also have to uh, you also have to listen and definitely be supportive of their feelings as well
2: and understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're not having a conversation to be able to say something back. Sometimes we're having a conversation so we can listen and understand how our partner's feeling. And, mm-hmm. and that is where Chris and I really lacked um, in our relationship and are still working on, you know, to this day, Just being able to talk through things, listening and understanding that's been major and obviously making the time for each other. Although Mm -hmm. it's really difficult. You need that. You need that one-on-one time with your partner, whether that be a couple of one hour during the week or, you know, all weekend or all week, whatever the, the case may be for you or whatever works for you, spending that time with your partner and reminding them that you love them and that you care for them and you value the time that you're getting with them, even if it's not enough
1: sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I've, I've put some notes at the side of the, uh, of the actual bullet points that I put. And I, I sort of think that your, your show sort of, sort of through what you've said, I think those note these little words, one word, I think phrases that I've put sort of work. So relationships, it's about parenting. It's about honesty. It's about learning about each other and adapting to each other and inspiring each other and being open and understanding. Yes.
2: Yeah. Definitely. I, I love that. Yeah. And it's it's great to hear as well because sometimes we're just living the day-to-day and we don't remember that that's what we're hoping to be or do for our listeners or our community yeah. and our each other or each other. Yeah. Our each other. Our each other. Each other, yes. Each
0: other. <laughs>
1: But I'm surprised that you don't get a lot of feedback from, from listeners, you know, saying these things to you more often. I mean, I'm guessing that, that Geraldine's in charge of all the the <laughs> social media.
2: Oh, my yes, gosh. Marv, yes, you
1: are 100% right.
2: And it's so difficult. And, again, if you've listened to the show, you know why Chris does not have access to that yet. We tried. It didn't work. <laughs> but we'll get there. You know, we'll get there, especially because over the past couple of, of weeks, you know, things will die down and things will pick up. But, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we got a message saying, you know, I wanted to reach out for so long, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, you know, and it was a person telling me that or telling us that they pretty much had gone through the same situation and they understood and they related to what we were going through. But they were afraid to to talk about it or to even message us because of how they felt that they would look, you know. Yeah. And that is a perfect example of why we created the show, because people are fearful of speaking out about, you know, affairs and reconciliation after an affair. Um, And it's really shameful, especially for the person that... um, either had the affair or you know got cheated on whatever the case may be like it's a really shameful experience and people usually don't talk about it but every now and then we'll get a very courageous message telling us that they they went through it and they appreciate us talking about it openly and that um you know they're hopeful that their relationship will get to where we are right now which is which is awesome and we also understand that sometimes reaching out talking about it's a hard. situation like that is hard. You know, people yeah. people don't want to do it for many, many reasons. Right. Fear.
0: But- fear is, fear is probably the most, the most like common reason mm-hmm. why, but you know, fear, fear in my mind now, fear is like just, a, fear is like just a feeling. It's not how someone should live their life. And I think I live my, my life in fear and just made a bunch of just stupid decisions and rather than just like take that step and actually like uh and actually speak about my feelings um I think my life would have been a lot like a lot better years ago and I think our marriage would have been a lot like better too so
1: but that's something that I've I've loved as I've listened more to the mm-hmm. show is um the way that so when when this happened it's it's interesting to listen to because it was almost like almost like an epiphany in a way where you both suddenly realize that despite that there's something there within you both that, it, that bond binds you both together. It's, there's a bond there between you both that's so important that it needs working on and it needs to be kept because there's a strength there that you you both... You do basically complete each other and it was almost like you realised at that point, look, let's cut the crap. We need to do something about this because this is the most important relationship in our lives.
0: Yeah. And I think absolutely. I think it took I think it took Geraldine longer to uh, uh sort of understand that. Um I think once I completely like crashed and burned, I started to kind of realize that before she did and I you know, and I kept trying to tell her like we have uh something here and I mean it's just I mean it took some time obviously, but um it's nice to know now that uh she sees it and we feel it together and um, everything is is I a guess. work in progress, but, you know, we're doing the right thing.
2: Yeah. All you can say is like when you're living those moments, you know, all you can say is I feel something that I haven't felt before and I don't know why, how or what, but I'm just going to keep pushing forward. And even if things get hard, I'm going to keep pushing forward. And then one day you're just going to wake up and, and you're just going to realize like, wow this is this is this is it like this is where I really really want to be, and you know this is what I've been working towards
1: but but now, because of this because of you working through all this, you have a constant dialogue where with each other where if something is pissing the other person off, shall we say it it's discussed there and then there's no distance between something happening and then trying to sort that problem out, you're both hitting this subject head on. And there's a constant, like I said, dialogue between you both where where you'll both talk to each other. And that makes for the, for the relationship becoming stronger.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I think that I wish we had, we would have gotten our, you know, heads together a long time ago, because (laughs) now that we do it and have been doing it for so long, it's so natural, right? When something happens, it's like, let's stop what we're doing. We have to talk about it right now. We have to make sure that we both understand why we felt the way that we did or why we did what we did or whatever the case may be. And it, it it's a five-second or five-minute conversation, and then it's over. It's done with, and you mm-hmm. feel better. And, you, and sometimes Chris and I are like, well, we feel like total idiots. Like, we should have been doing this a long time ago, but that's just not how we were wired, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Things are a lot... A lot better here now. So that's great to hear.
2: Hey, it's Gil from the Mind Bus. Today's Mind Culture and Social Podcast. And you're listening to Pods
1: Like, like Us. Us. So what advice would you give to people who start their podcast for the first time?
2: Just go for it. I would say just go for it. Have um, really try to figure out your intentions and your purpose for the show, obviously. Um, but I don't think Chris and I can vouch for organization. Just do it. Yeah, <laughs> just,
0: just kind of do it. Um, figure out what, figure out what your like, message is and, stay completely true to yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can fit in and make a podcast and get a bunch of followers, but you know, what, what, what's your goal there? What is your message? I think that's more, that's a lot more like important than uh 50,000 likes on a certain episode. I mean, the fact that we've like, we have like genuinely like reached real life people that We've spoken to means more than uh, uh, fifty thousand likes in my mind. Absolutely. So, yeah,
1: definitely. So, what other podcasts do you both listen to?
2: Whew. Oh my gosh, uh, our our sister. We like to call them. I'm pretty sure you you know who they are, Marv. But our sister podcast, um, which we actually met through podcasting, <laughs> um, we love Oh Cupid. They're amazing and their show shares a lot of similarities to what we have done and we have created a really close relationship with them. Yes. But aside from that, Chris, you've kind of (sighs) dived deep into the podcasting world.
0: I like a lot of my sports, uh, like podcasters. Uh, I'm a big like sports, like junkie. And, um, I like to get everybody's perspectives, like a lot of the older guys and stuff like that. So, there's a couple basketball ones and then there's there's one where one of my like basketball players is now like getting into wine. So I like to listen to that and get uh, like sort of a different uh, sort of perspective on that. But uh, it's mostly sports for me. I just like my sports guys. And
2: so I, does Chris,
1: he- I was gonna say, does Chris bring any of those wines back home now that he listens? To? Oh
2: my God, Marv! It's so funny that you mentioned that this oh, weekend man. Chris got so sick because he drank a whole bottle yeah. of these wines that we were trying to find from the podcasts that he was listening to, and he got oh. so sick this past weekend. It was hilarious, but also like you know really bad for him. Obviously, well, no, I I
0: I was sick for maybe fifteen minutes, and then. I was fine, but yeah.
2: it was a bottle of wine that, that it, it was like 18% alcohol,
0: which okay. is not
2: the norm for wine. Obviously, if you're a wine drinker, you know, it's not normal. <laughs> and Chris drank the whole bottle. Yeah, our,
0: uh, <laughs> our, our show that's going to come out on Wednesday, we're both uh, sampling this while we're both sitting here recording and uh, somebody stopped like. Someone stopped actually uh, <laughs> sipping on it, and it was not me. So we can put that <laughs> one together. And, yeah. She didn't like it. <laughs> I
2: didn't. I like fuzz, fuzzy wine.
0: Fizzy. 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 Fizzy, fizzy, fizzy wine. Sparkling mm-hmm. wine. Sparkling
2: it wine,
1: sparkling. yes. Sparkling. Oh, dear. That reminds me. There's a, there's, a, there's a Beatles-related podcast that's called Blotto Beatles, and basically all that they do is they talk about the Beatles – and they start uh, sober at the beginning of the show, and they just keep drinking and drinking, and and the conversation <laughs> changes as the episode goes on, as they've drunk more. Wow.
2: Oh, my God. It reminds me of, oh, I can't, uh oh, I'm so bad for thinking on the spot, remembering all of the podcasts, but there's a podcast, I think we're in a group with them, and they they share um, like a, a lot of different kinds of alcohols Whiskey, bourbon, wine, beer, whatever, and they are so hilarious because you can tell they that start after up the a while, show yeah. right. <laughs> they start up the show great, and then after a while, you can tell that you know they're getting a little buzzed or a little happier. <laughs> but these guys are pros. You know, all they do—they have a show about alcohol, so all yeah. they do
1: is drink. Shout out to our cynic culture.
2: There you go. You're so good, Marv. Yes, that's who it is. Yes. I'm like, I'm so bad at uh, (laughs) thinking of On the spot. I can barely remember what I did an hour ago.
1: But I can remember what I did
2: 10 years ago.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's another show that you'd enjoy then, Geraldine, that's called uh, Source Spoken. And they they test different sources. So there you go. You might like that. So they'll try different. Food. They'll put like one sriracha sauce, against, sriracha sauce against another and things like that, which is just interesting.
2: Oh, wow.
1: I that like might be sauces. good. Yeah. I'll
0: have to check that one out.
2: Can you Absolutely. imagine a podcast that we would combine arsenic podcasts with the sauce podcast?
1: That would be very I, interesting.
0: <laughs> I have got them
1: both talking with each other actually. You do. <laughs> I do. I started a chat group for them, and they're, they're just chatting away, and they're organising a crossover for the two of them.
2: Oh, I love nice. that! We're going to have to check that. That's going to be amazing. Nice. There's something about <laughs> sauces and alcohol.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you've got to have a beer when you when you go out for a meal, haven't you? You
2: know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you have course. to.
1: Yeah. of course if, if, if you have a, if you've got if you have an attack if you're having a tortilla you've got to be here to go with the tortilla of course, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. of course.
1: <laughs> so where can people get hold of you and uh, find you online
2: oh you can find us anywhere we're on all of your favorite podcast platforms we're on tiktok instagram and twitter you can find us um by using our handle, which is W-W-O-A-B podcast. Everywhere. Everywhere.
1: Yeah. Instagram and TikTok have some fantastic video uh, on there.
2: <laughs> My favorite.
1: Yes.
0: TikTok is like number like one in this household, <laughs> I feel like. but
2: Listen, The fact that this is me unleashing all of my ideas Mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to do Broadway. Okay. This is me taking all of my coaching and classes that I did.
0: It is serving a purpose Purpose, for sure. Exactly.
2: (laughs) At least for me, anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, Pods Like Us, you can find us also on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and I've not actually posted much up on, on TikTok as well. Just look for at PodsLikeUs on there. I've also got a website, which is themovzone.org, and uh, Patreon is patreon.com forward slash PodsLikeUs. Anyway, thank you for talking with me, guys. Thank you, for, thank having you us. for having us. It was as much fun and more than I thought it would be.
2: So glad. It definitely
1: was. Thank you again. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope you're listening again to another episode of Pods Like Us.